Hello and welcome. It is Monday Club. We're back. Nick Bundo is in the house. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, um, Sam. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right, man. Today's topic is, well, Nick goes industrial. You've been doing mm. a bit of industrial work lately. Yeah, I wanted some really easy days graft. Like, well, I said, you can't put a graft. Like, I wanted something easy to do. My back's been really hurting. I wanted something nice, light, heavy, little bitty bits. And uh, industrial is where we went. Before I get into this, mm-hmm. I'm gonna head over to the sponsors and then we'll be back. I want to let you into a little secret. I hate paperwork. And I've just started out by myself, so I need all the help I can get. I chose Payaka because they're a UK-based team and they understand the UK construction industry. They make running your service business really simple. And for me, that's a no-brainer. They allow you to do interactive quotes Uh, So you can preload your quote with different options and your customer can spec it however they want so you don't have to endlessly re-quote. And to me, that's really, that's a a time saver. Also, they have a mobile app that allows you to invoice, quote, and see what you've got scheduled and upcoming um, jobs and stuff like that for not just you, but you and your team. Um, You can connect it all to Sage, QuickBooks, whatever accounting software you're using. And then you're good to go. So head over to payaka.com and get your free trial. It's free. There's no strings, no credit card details, none of that. Go over to payaka.com and start your free trial now. So we've got another new sponsor. Here we go. WCED. They make uh, all types of enclosures, all types of switch gear that goes in the enclosures. Um, Plastic, metal... They've got the whole range. Go to wced.co.uk um, and have a look at their range. It is top quality stuff. It is not your usual Chineseium. It is really, really good stuff. wced.co.uk, super solid, like super solid, beautiful powder coating. And um, everything they do is just high quality. And they do all of the switchgear inside from AFDDs through to four-pole main switches. Go and check them out, wced.co.uk. Right, so that's our sponsors. And Nick, just before the sponsors, was talking about how easy industrial is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's, get, let's get to the bottom of that. What have you been doing industrial-wise? Uh, I want to say pulling out. Well, I pulled a few armors in. All little stuff that we would nothing bigger than we would use in the house. Uh, getting to have a three phase board, having to play with the Schneider three phase board that have the neutral bar linked in, so you could just click an RCBO in yep. with no fly leads, which I yep. thought was really interesting. Um, yeah, some of that Schneider stuff's pretty sexy, yeah, yeah. Um, and then once we powered up, I missed because I filmed all of this, there's all stuff this to come. And when me and Stacey were trying to liven it up. We turned it all on, continuity tester, yeah, got the actual tester out, blah, blah, blah. Going, no power at the, the isolators that we'd feared. I couldn't figure out why. Obviously, it had been a very long time since I'd done an industrial board, and these Schneider ones have got like three tabs yeah. that you just have to slide across yeah. to engage yeah. the MCB. Yeah. And I was scratching my head for a good 10 minutes looking at them. And then I, I wiggled it because it's got like a little yellow bit on top. I pulled it out, I was like, this looks like it's meant to do something. Mm-hmm. I was pushing it and I, I didn't want to break it. So I got the screwdriver out and I was pushed a bit more. I was like, hmm, I'm not sure. So I turned everything off. Just about to speak to John. I was like, I'll give it one more go. Whacked it across. I was like, 
There we go. Yeah, because a lot like if you don't use use those um slight like if you don't do three phase boards and, and commercial boards and stuff like that, you won't really know about them sliding tabs. No, I I I'm pretty sure you won't be the first person. You definitely won't be the last person to get caught out by them. Well, I wasn't. On, I've been well, on site where like industrial commercial uh, commercial electricians being caught out just the same. Well, I'll ask you this then: What is the difference between an industrial and commercial spark? So industrial tends to be like a lot heavier. Um, so you'll be doing a lot, uh, a lot um, more sort of power stations, that sort of stuff. Um, not even necessarily that. Like, so I did generators for a long while. I really mm. enjoyed that. So these big um, diesel generators that go in the bottom of buildings or at the yeah. top of buildings, wherever. So if there's a power cut, they can still power the building. Um, we did that. That would be that would be judged as commercial um, as um, industrial. Industrial, and then commercials more like um, office refits stuff like that. Yeah. So what we were doing, I mean, you've seen I've seen part of Mikey's video. Massive, massive warehouse. And it's like a, pretty much just a storage thing for paper or signs or that sort of stuff. But this thing is just ridiculously big. Like you couldn't kick a football from one side to the other. It's that big, empty. And obviously we've got armors everywhere and, and you've got 500 amp supply in. And I wasn't sure because then I was going on about it and I've labeled everything up as an, you know, industrial spark. I would say that's then. more industrial than it is commercial. Commercials like... A I look blend. at it as shop fitting, like three-phase shop fitting, I would say was commercial. I mean, correct me if yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, I would say, no, no, I'd say that's right. I'd say that's right. It's, it's, I would say commercials where it's sort of where industrial and domestic sort of bleed over each other. This is what it was in what Stacy was doing. It was the office rooms and the kitchen area and the canteen. Why do you keep saying Stacy? Like we know who Stacy is. Stacy works for John, sort of one or two days. Uh, so yeah, one or two days every month. Um, she's on the video coming out on Tuesday, which will be tomorrow for you guys. Um, she is. She's retrained to be a spark, but she's just trying to gain loads of experience in the background before she wants to do anything with it. So she's got a full time job at the moment, but she does this one two days a month. For experience or maybe more i might have misheard her but that's stacy so you watch the video tomorrow you'll you'll know stacy is cracking girl and um she when i was there on the final day i was correcting up someone's work on the armor they hadn't put an isolator in it wasn't poured in properly it was but ben radius was way too tight and he cut all the insulation off on the tray instead of you know a normal tray you would run it externally wouldn't you yeah, do it yeah. on the far side of the tray and bend it round they had yeah. run it literally on the internals here and it just pinched across yeah like 10 mil five core, it was it was a bad bend. So I replaced all that, but she was in there pretty much doing what I would do domestic-wise, loads of fast fix mattresses for a canteen office area, yeah. LSF everywhere, all dropping in. So See, that, I, to I, me, I, would I, be commercial. I would still say that would be uh, more industrial because little bits. So it's a really good question, actually. I couldn't really put my finger on it. It's like I know when I've done offices and stuff like that, yeah, there's a bit of tray above the ceiling and then they put the ceiling in. But that's that's commercial when you're yeah. doing a little bit of tray, drops down and it looks like a normal room. Uh, industrial will be more like where you're you're working in and around heavy machinery. Yeah, uh, slinging in big armors, big tray yeah. work, boards everywhere. Yeah, so And, and not necessarily. Um, so you won't be having like light switches. If you do have light switches, they'll be metal clad, that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, so I would class like fitting metal floor boxes in an office environment to be commercial. Yes, you would be correct. Right. Well, if there's any 
industrial commercial spots out there, let us know what you think the difference is because Sam should know this really being it's, it's an a industrial funny thing. spot. It's a funny thing, really, because like if you're you could be an industrial commercial spark and do this work on the same site. And so here's an example. They're doing where I'm working at the moment in Canterbury, they're doing flat bashing, right? And I'm not doing flat bashing. I'm doing the mains intake room for the buildings. Yeah. So not that's just industrial to me. Yeah. So it's all, it's a big, it's massive fuse board size of size of your wall. And then it's got 30 armors coming in. They've all got to be, contained into the room dressed into the top of the uh, fuse board and then dressed into the board it's not like you yeah it's a long it's a lot of work yeah yeah um and it's not easy but then that will be that whole thing the flat bashing will still come under commercial oh right okay but what i'm doing is industrial let us know guys let us know have you seen the little thing i just built earlier with my daughter that i got for christmas is that a thanos glove yeah, with Lego one. Look at this. Sorry, guys, for the for your listeners. I've got a Lego Infinity Gauntlet with all the gems in, and uh, it's obviously sat appropriately with just the middle finger pointing up. Yeah, just, just, just for, for me, podcast. just for Sam, yeah, actually. Yeah, just for me. Thank you, mate. Thank you. But um, so how did you find the old uh, sparking uh, doing the old commercial industrial slash whatever? I think, like I said last week or the week before, I, I absolutely loved it. And I don't know, it's just because I'm working for John where we can get our own pace. He knows we'll get the job done. You know, we were there for per job, not per day, if you know what I mean. So mm. this had to be done this day, that has to be done that day. It the pace was awesome. I think it's not it's not as I, it's not as intense, is it? No, it's not like, oh my god, we need to get the boards back down before the customer gets home and hoover and tidy up and empty the stuff out and test it. Like there's no rushing because it was an empty warehouse that the handover properly well the, the building is opening within three weeks there was only bits and bobs to do i think be, because it was john's job and because it was me i think it was a bit easier for us to do um but really enjoyed it and i, I think i did say in a few of the videos refreshing when you've done domestic now really day in day out for what 10 15 10 to 12 years with a tiny tiny bit of industrial in there right at the beginning it was just such a change of pace, which changed scenery, just two tool bags in, a couple of hand of power tools. Uh, you can make as much noise as you want. It, it just the space was awesome. Because normally if I'm working in someone's house, you've got everything piled literally behind you. You cannot move. You're up and down lofts, you're picking carpets and floors up, and you're like, and you're sweating, you're you're swearing, you're hurting yourself, you're hitting yourself all the time, you're in tight little spaces all the time. When this, it was just like, oh wow, I could do a backflip and I wouldn't hit anything. Yeah, I don't know if you remember though, like do you remember a couple of years ago when I was working at Pfizer? Yeah, and you were in tiny little cupboards doing armors and under the floor. Like, yeah, under the floor. So it it can be like that. It, invariably, it's not. Um, so, what did you like the most about it? Was it like the, the the freedom or the sort of pace or the work? A bit. I would say all three. The freedom where there was no rushing. The pace. I say no rushing, but then on top of it as well. I didn't need a lot of tools. I was literally making armors in, pulling them in, making the boards off. Like realistically, my final finished bag here—that's <laughs> me on sale soon. Everything I needed, other than my combi drill, was in that armor slice, uh, socket set, level tie wrap cutter, cutters, grips, um, marksman, 
uh, what do you call it? The Nipex does the uh, sheathing on the earth. <sighs> oh, God. This. Here you guys. This is the first time anyone ever. It's a YouTube exclusive. Yeah, I got one of them the other day. Ergo strip. Yeah, I haven't used one yet. I don't know how good they are. Well, Nipex sent me this one as well. It's the it's the Ergo strip, but for Twin and Earth, it's a flat one. Oh, there you go. So I'm not had a go with it yet, but earlier when I was messing with my bag as well, to everyone watching, sorry for audio listeners, holding my new bag up, but I actually, Tony put a, a zip pocket at the back for me, and I was like, I've got no use for it. He said, yeah, we've got space. Put it in there, and it's perfect for my tool check. Plus, it clips in the back of the bag perfectly. It is lovely. That's a yeah, lovely bag. Well happy with it. That's a lovely bag, mate. Um, so that is Tony texted me, rang me the other day. Who Tony, if you don't know, is the director and owner of Velocity uh, Pro Gear, which me and Sam got hundreds of bags of. Absolutely rate the stuff. It's my favourite stuff. Yeah. And, I, I can't yeah. even listen, then they don't sponsor the show, nothing like that. We're just fanboys. Yeah, and you were a long time ago until we ever even met, because you had the uh the four Still got it. Still good. Yeah. Still going strong. And uh, everything I've got testing wise or, or, or pull bag wise is velocity. But um, don't get me wrong, I've had Vito stuff. Vito stuff was really good. I just found it very expensive and too many pockets. There was just too many pockets for what I needed. This so, is why this stuff has come in handy, where we have our sections for our normal hand tools, but then most of the tool bags are created where there's space in the bottom to physically put power tools as well. There's one. There's there's one problem with velocity and it's that they don't do a pouch yet yes well yet yeah i i know but like <laughs> i want a pouch now i don't want to go and buy another pouch i know i know, I know. My, uh... my second like my second like tool carrying brand is tough built yeah the stuff that dave has the clip sips clip stuff yeah the tough built knee pads they are exceptional even though i've i've lost them I, I bought a pair. They were brilliant, 50 quid, and now I've lost them. So that's really annoying. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, but, yeah, as far as as far as, they, as far as they go, Tough Built's my second choice. But if I could have it all velocity, I would. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 we're getting there, I think. I think all my stuff is, obviously, we've got a few Pete's bags, uh, the testing bag. My idea, we're going to make a smaller testing bag that will fit in the van vaults with literally your bare necessities, um, so I've, got, I've got the testing bag. You, yeah, you actually donated it to the Fat Sam charity. I did, yes. Um, but the, the Tony rang me up and said uh, they should be landing in the in, within seven weeks. I don't know if I meant to say that. I like probably not, but just don't tell anyone, guys. Doesn't in seven weeks, sense. so I'm going over there and loading. But the normal system, which Sam probably knows, is they will be released two early, two weeks early on the website for pre-order. That's what normally happens. Um, so you should be able to, you know. Get on there soon, but once you go, I, I know when I get the, charity. And when I get the green light, I'll uh, I'll let your you guys know when they're gonna be coming up. So, you know, if they all sell out, then that'd be amazing that I've done something right. And obviously, if any of you like, actually get one, please, please, please do some videos on Instagram or YouTube because well, I want to see people's react re- reviews on them. It's a bit far off to be asking all this, so just pipe down for a minute, yeah. Sorry, and sad. ask again when it comes out, you lunatic. Okay, um, we haven't got to the bottom of it. What type of containment was you doing? Did you do any containment? Yeah, so we did some trunking, some metal trunking. I think it was 2x2, 3x3. Right, okay. 
um, to put did some. You prefab- did you have prefab bends or did you fabricate your own bends? Well, we only needed two bends and they, John had already bought the bits. It was uh, stepping down from a purlin, yeah. coming down the flat rate. It was literally 245s. Okay. Right, right up in the corner. Uh, you'll you'll see from the video, me and Adam are doing it. It was a bit sketchy because we were literally having to do it on top of literally the main incomer and the boards. Nice. The last thought, yeah. But that had to come down and then it was a, literally a straight run for about 10 metres to go into an office room. Um, we did that, which was very simple, really. It was good for Adam, though, so he hadn't done it before. Uh, and then we did some trade work and Adam had to go with some uni strut for the first time, some Zebdies. Um Yeah, it was good. It. It, see, that's really good for Adam because he won't have a like. He's got to learn a whole new, uh, new terminologies. He's got to learn how things go together. It's not rocket science. It's designed to be easy. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and the reason we are going there, and the reason why the offer was there from John, is for Adam for his portfolio. Because it's things like washers. There's two sides to a washer. Yeah, so it's yeah, curved side, yeah, flat side. My bugbear. If I see people putting on a washer the wrong way round. Drives me insane. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I literally, I can't stand it. Just put the washer the right way around. Doesn't really bother me. But you like using self tappers because a lot of it of the internal structure of the building was um, oh, yeah. almost like the Celotex with the the very what yeah. one two mil metals which you yeah. could just self tapper to. Um, yeah, he enjoyed it. He really enjoyed it. To be fair, but he was only there for the for two days. I was there for three because he no, I was. Yeah, no, I was, he was there for one, sorry. I was there for three because the cheeky sod decided on the weekend to book the Wednesday off and um, I wasn't aware that it was a bank holiday on Thursday and Friday. So he had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Nice. I was like, nice on that. Nice. So, but because he was, John paid for us to stay up there, I thought, well, I'll still do it. Like, I booked it in, it's decent money and I'm enjoying myself. Why, why not? And it's helping yeah. John out as well. Yeah, and uh, like we say every episode, John's a uh, top guy. Yeah, yeah. JB Tech in it. JB Tech on uh, JB Tech on Insta. I um I took one of those. Do you remember the builder's tea box that I got given a while ago? It's the small little box with a small kettle, tea, coffee, and you Don't can buy it. That. Yeah, yeah. Guy sent me off Instagram. Um, it's a literally builder's tea box. So you've got everything in there you would need Don't for instant one. coffee, tea. You only give it to you know decent people, Sam. That's why I've got one. Uh, he actually sent me two. So I thought, well, the amount of John's on the road and the amount of miles that man does, I took one out of the unit, gave it to him, and he was, he was over the moon. He did, he looked like he was, he was. We were talking about in the video that he was just going to re-gift it. He was like, oh, it's one of them gifts. Yeah, oh, this is brilliant. And then you're sitting eBay in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that John, but no, um, but um, no, really enjoy myself. And we're going to go up there again. We've got some three-phase EV chargers to put in, which I wouldn't do without, no. you know, by myself. No. So um, yeah, it's good. Good contact to have John is. Yeah, definitely. He's he has invited me to do some work, but I really live so you far live away from everyone. It's hours and hours of nonsense to get get anywhere. That being said, um, we're pretty low energy today. Do you want to say? Do you want to tell everyone what day it is? It's a Sunday, so you you guys are listening to us. So we only recorded this yesterday. Um, it was only because I was working away. And then we was, I said all to do Friday, but Sam's been away for two days with family. So it's just, we've not clicked up this, again. This so. bullshit. Nick works away. Podcast gets pied. Well, <laughs> they're only here for me. So it's a good wait. That's oh. really offended me. Everyone in the comment section. If you're here for Nick, put Nick. If you're here for Sam, put Sam. If you're here oh, for nothing. 
<laughs> Let's really dent his ego, shall we, guys? Listen, you can't, Come on. I'm very fragile, mate. I'm very fragile. Started drinking Friday um, evening. Didn't stop till yesterday at some point. And yeah, I'm really feeling it. I'm very delicate. Um, Disgusting. So much whiskey, so much beer. Tried a Guinness for the first time. I've never oh, tried really? a Guinness before. Yeah. And? It's not bad. It's not uh, like my. It's but did you drink it first or have you drank it after a mouthful of whiskey? Oh, no, no. So we were, I was drinking lager and then I was so bloated drinking lager and eating nuts. I was like, I can't do any more of this. Right, Nick interrupting the show again because of his child. I'm finding this all very unacceptable and very unprofessional. Anyway, anyway. what are talking about? My first Guinness. It was yes. a, I'd, I'd been bloated out on, on uh, lager and nuts. Like, because I don't want to eat crisps. These nuts? Sorry. Yeah, they, no, it was um, Nobby's nuts. Um, and yeah, and I, I'm not really a pub person. I hate sitting in the pub all day, but Martin, my mate, he loves it. So oh, I could do that. Yeah. Oh, it's so crap. It's so yeah. crap. Yeah, any day rather than a night rather than a night out, I'd much rather sit in a pub all day. You've got your own music on the coin, put twenty well, it's not twenty peanuts, probably like two quid. Get some songs on, a bit of pool, do whatever you want. Absolute mint. Uh, I was bored. Um, not anymore, not I've got kids. Like this is No, because pre- what happened was Martin's wife, the kids, and my wife, they went done the carnival thing. And my Martin's funny is like, I ain't doing that. We're going to the pub. And that's it. So you so, went away for a family weekend and left the family to drink. Yeah, but it's walking yep. around on a on a. That's bad when you put it that way, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's Martin's fault. It's Martin. Mine. It's Martin's, not me. God's sake, mine. Yeah, mine. Um, so I just uh, was drinking beer and then I got so bloated. I was like, I'll try a Guinness. It's okay. It's like mm. flat beer, really. It is I like I, I like Guinness. I can happily have a couple, but I'd have to start on the Guinness. I can't drink anything else and then go to it because it just tastes too heavy. It fills you up quite a lot. I don't know. So when I used to play rugby, we could have this is before I drank IPA. Like I could we could sink about 10, 10 to twelve pints each, like the lads, quite well. And you know, you're bloated to hell after it, but you know, you have break yeah. and whatnot between drinking. But some of the older guys that we play with they would be having 15 pints of Guinness. And I have no... I don't know how you can do that. Just... How? And they one after another after another. And I was like, you're going to be full for like... You're not going to eat for a couple of days. I said, you've had about six meals there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And Anyway, so I spent a couple of hours sitting in the pub. Then we went back to Martin's house. And then we had barbecues and all that stuff. And So I was having whiskey shots oh. because... And so I was just getting more and more stupid and drunk. And it was all right. I had a lovely time, but um, I am very jaded today. And what are you doing tomorrow? Work. Yeah, what work? Oh, um, it's funny. So I started this job. I don't know if we covered this. Did I cover this last week? Which which job? Um, Canterbury job. Uh, be more specific, please. Right. So I started on this job. Um I finished my 18th and I was all pleased with myself and I needed a job for Monday. So I've used my um, little pot of gold method, my spreadsheet and all that. First phone call. Oh, actually, interestingly, when I went to buy my um, 18th edition book, I bought it from the Electric Centre in 
Margate, Westwood Cross. So I went over there, and whilst I was there, I knew that I'd finished up for the weekend and, you know, uh, for the week with the old firm, and I needed some work in a week's time. And I just said to him, like, do you know anyone who's hiring commercial electricians around here? And he was like, yeah, I do, actually. So it's a that's a top tip, really. Just hit up, just, just ask. Just ask in the wholesalers. What a tip. Yeah, but to me, yeah, I have said that to a few people that have wanted apprenticeships around here or wanted to find a boss. I just said, I'm literally asking the wholesalers because then they have, what, per day, a couple hundred spark? Yeah, probably not yeah. like Stafford. A hundred or so sparks in. Easy to put the word out. And they'll have a rapport and relationship and they'll sort of know if someone's, you know, looking yeah. at someone or not. So I just took his number, put it on my on my pot of gold, um, and then that was the first call I made by, like, that was on the Thursday after I passed my uh, 18th. And then on the, uh, then that was to start on Monday, turned up and I thought, oh, no, not more flat bashing. Oh, fucking, oh. <laughs> I hate it. But I turned up and uh, the guy met me there. He recognized me. He goes, oh, you're Fat Sam. And I was like, I wanted to die. It's just cheesy, isn't it? Yeah. It's cheesy. Anyway, so rocked up there and he went, Right, this is yours. And they opened up a room, like uh, an intake room. He said, and it was basically spewing out armoured where they'd been pulled in and and curled up. And then I needed to get them off the ground so I could put in containment and sort out what what had been left. And he went, this is yours. Off you go. Right, do what you like. And I was like... I've landed on my feet here. Mm. So it's just nice. It's just been nice. Would have been so nice. Might... You took your GoPro. That would have been a bit of an interesting one. It would be, mate. But again, um I could I could film it, but I just to be honest with you, I don't I do have time, but I don't have the time and inclination at the moment. Like, yeah. Just trying to get ahead. Like how many bank like for us that are self employed. How many bank holidays have we had over the last couple oh, of months? Oh, it's ridiculous. It's nuts. It's too much. No. Spread it out. No. I don't... Uh, I think Adam's... Cause you, I think Adam's allowed eight bank holidays a year off or something like that. I think that's what's in his contract. I can't quite remember. And I said to him, this is probably your last one, mate. And he looked at me and went, I think it is as well. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And then he texted me yesterday and said, oh, there's no college on Monday. Do you want me to come into work? I was like, Oh, I pay you, so yes, please. That would be great. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> oh, that's a stupid question. But I'm out. Do you want, should we talk about YouTube for a second? Go on, So me and Sam have been on in the background. I can't give too much away, but I've got three massive, and I think Sam would agree with massive videos Yeah, that's coming yeah. up. Um, no collaborations, none of that. No, Just no, no. Stuff off my own back. Um and Sam gave me an idea, and it's linked to Asheville. So if any of you guys know, um, Asheville, Daniel Asheville is a, a – what would you call it? Construction um, – Yeah, so he, does, so he does his, – his main business is aggregates, so like um, Type 1, Tarmac, and all that sort of stuff, yep. and um, just load it, loading out like dump trucks and stuff like that. And then he does um, – he does construction as well, so he's got... Yeah, because I saw the video firm. today. He's actually... You know who KSI is? Everyone knows who KSI is, JJ. Yeah. He's actually doing his um, brand-new YouTube studio room, and Dan was... I saw the video go up today on Sunday, and he's there sat with KSI just having a chat about his new YouTube room. I was like, this is so cool. Anyway, but what Asheville does every week... Uh, I think he's on like episode 86 now. 
every week sorry yeah every week he does a new youtube video of the whole week it's about 35 to 40 minutes long starting from monday goes across normally till saturday ish depending yeah. if he's doing anything interesting. it's usually monday monday to saturday sometimes a sunday um but it comes out on a sunday doesn't it yeah and i'm gonna as of tomorrow if i remember i'm gonna write it on the back of my hand i'm still gonna do my normal two videos but i'm gonna try and step it up one step further and do you know bundy weekly or whatever electricians week and just record segments because it's going to take me a while to figure out the process of what to record what how little how much to record per day and schedule it out so you guys can see what is a typical week for a youtube electrician because it'd be different if it's just an electrician obviously we have to chop and change and i do other things rather than other people would normal normal sparks would um i'll give a bit more people of an insight of what we do and what goes on and how much spare time we have how much spare time i don't have how much time we do paperwork obviously i can't go into it too much otherwise the video would be five hours long and then it's, it's more right, what you'll do is over the course what you, what you should do is set i don't know an initial six weeks or 10 weeks 12 weeks right so three <laughs> months an initial 12 weeks and then your build, your you don't need to cram what you do into one video. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd yeah. be like snippets, and then over time, the people who watch it will build up a view of what an actual day is. Yeah, over so the what, course of twelve, I will try try and do because I do a, a video Tuesday, Friday. It's change the schedule up and pr- try and upload three videos because within that week of videos, I will still record two of my normal episodes. So you will have an overview of the week and in that video you will have two beginnings of these jobs but then those jobs will be filmed in full or sat here talking about whatever or in the unit blowing stuff up or the van video whatever what nick's telling you is there's going to be an extra video a week full you're welcome again i've moved nick's career on for him because um you know sometimes he needs a bit coaching he's a uh, he's got a lot of talent he's got a lot of charisma but sometimes he's not got a lot of vision so this is where i come in and this is how i've created him to where he is today by uh, coaching him with vision and allowing him to sort of see his full potential i'm a bit like a jedi have you been watching everyone kenobi yeah i've just been watching the obi-wan kenobi today and Wicked, it is so boring. Oh, do you know? I, I, it, it's oh, not got into out. it yet. No, 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 no. I'm only saying it because I love you, McGregor. But what one program that I cannot get enough of and I cannot wait is Mandalorian. That, Mandalorian and program. Boba Fett. Excellent. Well, Boba Fett was saved by the Mandalorian because, because Boba Fett to me was a bit boring. And then Mando got brought into it. And then it was like, we're here. This is the way. Because this is the mate. This I will get a tattoo of that one day, 100%. Um, but uh, no, it was it was good. But there was just stuff in Boba Fett, like the guys that are on the the hover scooters, the little gang. Who, who, who are they? Who I was like, mate? Whoever's written this is just need to step back and think. Because mm. I hope it wasn't John Favreau because he did the Mandalorian and he did a cracking job at it. Yeah, but he also listen. We're not going to get too geeky about this. All I'm saying is that I, I watched the first three today, Obi Wan Kenobi, and it is jank. It's just going to get into it. It's just building the story. No, I hate Jedi's. I hate Jedi's. I oh, do, yeah. I hate it. They're so yeah, boring. I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. I never have been. My mates are hardcore Star Wars fans. Yeah, and I never mind. They're it. It's, it's just a Mandalorian. It's really the only one I like. It's brilliant. Yeah. 
It's yeah, brilliant. It's, I don't know why. I like how dumb it is. I like how silly the whole thing is. Can't take your hat off. And yeah, you got to go and put... Like, I love it. I love it. Was, I think the games I've played growing up over the years, so you, you start... Do you remember the game called RuneScape? Used to be on PC. You're a bit oh, older than mate. me. My brother, right? Yeah. <laughs> my brother and his little mate, Liam, right? They're not so little anymore. But they used to sit there fishing all day. Yeah. Fishing on RuneScape like that. Just tapping the mouse all day. And you could get a bot that clicks it. But if RuneScape found out you had a bot, they'd take bye your bye. away. So I used to play RuneScape. I played uh, Skyrim, uh, Fallout. And all these games combined where it's an open world thing and you get out what you put in. So if you go in all loads of stuff and you can smelt it and even a bit of mine, I've never really played Minecraft. My kids did. So I like played a couple of hours. I just didn't like to the... Keep the, my will to survive up here. What? With this conversation? I hate computer games. No, just shut up. your oh, nearly guys. Nearly. <laughs> what I'm saying is you you play this game for a prolonged period of time and you do these little quests and you can build your armor up and you get better and you're a bit stronger and, and that's what I thought the Mandalorian did really well is he went out and did these little bounties and then he come back and he got a new piece of armor and then he got a new new jetpack. Like it was all the way through up to the end of the season where you look at me you go, Yeah, I'm gonna buy like that entire outfit off eBay one day, hundred <laughs> percent. Do you know what? Um that's boring. Um and it's not though, is it? I'll tell you what was good. First three episodes of The Boys. Have you seen May, The Boys? The beginning episode. I watched it with Soap the other night. It, it, if you haven't seen The Boys, it's an Amazon Prime program about superheroes that cause a lot of collateral damage, like a lot. So it's like people... it's like it's almost like what superheroes would be if it was real life. In real like, life, yeah. So yeah. a lot of things happen, a lot of sketchy stuff. They they do drugs Brilliant. or they kill people back. So like they, that might be that might be the best show on at the moment. Yeah, it's fantastic. But then the, there's season three just come out, the first three episodes. And it, I think it's, I saw it on TikTok as well, the 11 minute mark right at the beginning. I can't say it on this because no, it's no just spoiler. horrendous. But it's stuff that you think, I can't believe I just watched that. But <laughs> yeah. it's believable. Like you, someone would try and do something like that. Yeah, it's mental. It's mental. I love it. It's brilliant. That, that geezer, what's his name? Um, Carl Urban. Yeah, oh, brilliant actor. I've loved him for ages. He's in Star Trek. He was Judge Dredd. Um, well, yeah, Judge, he's Judge Dredd. It was brutal. phenomenal, brutal. Um, and like, I love that film. One I ain't made us. We can't be talking about shit like this. Is an electrical podcast, not. Yeah, but this is what people want to hear. We've we've had enough of talking about electrical stuff. No one cares. Wait, Honestly, this is another thing we've been talking about. How like. We want to know from the listeners, right? What what is going on at the moment in terms of the electrical content? Like, how bored are you of electrical content? Like, is it? Have we hit? Are we striking it right with half electrical content and half jibber jabber about pulling in the woods and stuff, or or the Mandalorian or whatever? Or do you want more electrical content? Because if that's the case, I don't think we've got it. I, like. Remember, we do this week in, week out, and it's so, like so hard to think of a subject. Yeah, I don't. Sam thinks of the subject, and if Sam can't think of one, I try. Most of the time, if I think of one, it's talking about one of my videos because that's what's fresh at the moment, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and, and and what else? What else is there to like? I mean, if you want to go technical, go listen to the electrician show because they get a bit technical, and like they'll get the IET on and. Uh, like, I just couldn't be bothered to talk to him. Like, I'm not being funny. Great. 
I've got no sort of, I don't want to talk to IET. I don't want to talk to anyone, really. I just like having a chat with Nick, really. And (laughs) we're just really struggling to sort of think of any ideas now other than just talk about stuff that we're interested in, i.e. space, conspiracy theories, gadgets. Sam doesn't really do gadgets. Well, I would do gadgets, but here's the thing, right? Back in the day, when I was young, right? I've got a real bad wind. I've been drinking lager all weekend. So back in the day, right? I used to love gadgets. I used to love James Bond, all that sort of stuff. But then when you get old, you realise how expensive gadgets are. And you're like, why is it £800? Do you know what I mean? Why is it £800? Everything's £800. You want to get an Oculus Rift? £800. You want to get this? £800. You want to watch it that connects to your phone? £800. Everything's £800. I've got every single one of them things. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was that was a brag. Um, but yeah, so. Oh, money, you're so hard. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> money. <laughs> Everything, everything decent is eight hundred pound, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Want a decent camera? Eight hundred pound. Yeah. yeah. Everything's eight hundred pound. Decent. And, anything with Apple over eight hundred pound. Yeah, and, and when you have it, over two months, you have fifty bank holidays. Yeah, there's not a lot of money left. <laughs> there's no, there's, there's no eight hundred pounds to spend on dumb shit. So yeah, I like gadgets, but the other thing about gadgets as well, they're only current for about six months. And then all of a sudden your gadget's shit. Yeah. And then it, once the new one comes out, the price drops are yours. Yeah. thing that gets me about the iPhone, I always like having the newest iPhone. I've never always done it, but I would like to if I could, but I don't. But what is, is my iPhone that I have, I have the 12 Pro Max. So I know there's the 13 Pro Max, which barely any different, but my contract ends in September when the new one comes out. So it's every two years. So I, every two years I get the sort of the, the second I've one. I've got a game changer. Don't care. And you do. um Apple. Yeah, what? No. what? Apple AirTags. <gasps> oh, finally, Maybe right, you we'll tell me. Second. Yes, get down a second, Sam. Just wait your turn, please. This is why. Very excited. Anyway, guys. Um yeah. but so my phone, I think just my phone alone is a 95 pound a month. So unlimited everything, but whatever. 100 gig internet. It's a lot of money. But every two years when I've got the newest upgrade it's always like £10, £15 more. So you give it four years down the line. Am I going to be paying £135 for, for literally the current phone on the same contract? Because it just it's never stayed the same. It's always gone up by a lot. Oh, do you know what? I didn't upgrade this year. I didn't upgrade. I was like, my phone's perfectly fine. No, I don't want to pay £80 a month for a phone that I don't really even want that much. Yeah, I'm really not into all that shit. So I didn't bother. But getting to something more interesting, Air Apple AirTags. Now, you you exposed me to this, didn't you? Yep. So, do you know what we bought an AirTag for? Harper. Yeah. Yeah. Mate. I know. Harper's Sam's daughter by everyone. I've said this with my kids. They will be having, when they will go into high school, not as much primary school because we drop them off, pick them up. There's no lead time. But like, have it in their bags. When they went Peppa Pig World, right? Yeah. yeah. So, they went Peppa Pig World with her nan. I was just like, take it and clip it on. Do you know what I mean? Just clip it on. Yeah. So, if they ever get lost, Find, or, find them go, within a centimeter. I know. Yeah, and if they get too far away, it goes. Harper's not with you anymore. Like, not that you need that reminder. Not, like, Amanda's a brilliant mum. She's never going to let that happen. But you and, know and how you're you can... a brilliant father, and you're not going to let that happen. Yeah. 
more of a child. Beer one hand, beer in the other. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captain two beers. <laughs> but um, no, so I, I think they're brilliant. And like you say, you can open them up, put them in tools, everything. Yeah. Yeah, because I've, someone as well, if you, like I did in my video, there's videos out there, but if you were to put it on someone, so if I was to sneak up behind you and put one in your pocket, and they've, they've said about this online because a lot of people would, it was the old tiles, you know, it was the same yeah. thing with tile. Yeah. Where girls on night out, people will be putting them in their bags and following them home or whatever. And this was a thing on the news. But then they had to bring out a, a notification. So if there's some, if there's an air tag or something tracking you, your phone will notify you. And I think all devices now can recognize this. It's the same thing now. If I was to hide one in my tool bag and a guy was to steal it on the way home, his phone would notify him there's an air tag. So the best thing you could do is try and conceal it as best as possible and hide yeah. it, or I can launch it out the window. But then there was someone on YouTube that actually um, took out the speaker and everything and made it smaller. So you could literally take out the entire casing and hide yeah. it within something. I was like, that's good. But then it becomes dangerous again for people where it would notify them if there was something there. So it's sort of... I, mean, I, it's, I, think, it's, I think it's a fantastic some good, thing. Some bad. And the thing is, if you've nicked some tools yeah, and you're driving down the road and it goes off, you would just wing them or everything so out. So you've got to throw everything out anyway because you're not what you're going to stop by the side of the road with a tracker on you and go through. Like, is it in this one? Is it, it in, no? You're just going to throw it out and be like, ah, oh, we've lost that. Yeah. We've lost Unless that. you're stupid enough to clip the air tag to the outside of the bag where everyone can see it and they know what it no, is, then it's going. But all of mine is all linked, so all what hidden I would do, in the cases. Dead battery, once a yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, open yeah. it up, back that in. No, never going to know, are they? Never going to know. So it's a great idea. I mean, a lot of us have broken or old tools, even a combi drill. Yeah. Rip the internal of that out, put one of them in, hide it with all the other tools. They're not going to just leave one drill. They're going to try and take everything. Yeah. Great I think plan. it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. I'm so excited about it. It's a bit weird. I've got but... about, I think I've got nine of them now. Got in tool bags, kids, uh, bike, car, van. Keys, yeah. wallet. Look at my wallet. I've got to cover my bank details. My wallet is designed to have an air tag in it. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's good. I might get one for my car keys. I'm always losing car keys. Mine. Uh, got a proper hard, heavy holster for it. Nice. I might have to get one. Only problem then is Amanda can trap me when I'm when I'm out. Probably at the end of the world. Don't, don't go where you're not meant to. You'll be fine. No. Or leave um, your car and walk. Why? I'll come to the end of wanting to talk to you right now. That's fair. All right, bye. Sweet. Um, yeah, Money Club, we're out. Bye.